Hey guys, this is Taylor from the New York Gun Guys here. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about gun control north of the border in Canada, their new laws, and how this could affect gun laws in America, the leftist wet dream of gun control. Everyone, check us out on Facebook, Instagram, New York Gun Guys, NY Gun Guys, all one word, and be sure to like and follow our pages for more. Let's get into it. Welcome back to the New York Gun Guys podcast. My name is Taylor. Today, we're going to be talking about something that's not happening in America or New York for that matter, but we're going to be talking about Canada. And New York does share a border with Canada, in fact, in case you live under a rock. So their laws and the leftist ideas that they press when it comes to gun control laws can honestly influence, I feel can honestly influence our laws here in the U.S. and New York. Things that Canada does is a leftist, like I said in the intro, a wet dream of gun control. Um, this episode's not going to be too in-depth. It's not going to be long. I don't know really too much about Canadian gun laws, but this is something that they're introducing that I feel really needs to be said and how we could try and combat these ideas in the U.S. to preserve our rights. First and foremost, Canada doesn't have a Second Amendment. You know, they have their own constitution and their own kind of quasi-bill of rights. They don't have a Second Amendment that guarantees the right to keep and bear arms. So when we Americans think about Canadians and their, you know, how all these politicians and, and not these politicians, but these celebrities, they say, oh, if Trump was elected, I'm going to move to Canada, fuck, 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 you know, they, they don't have the same rights we do here in America, you know? So one thing I, I uh, there was a, a press conference put on by Justin Trudeau and a bunch of other masked politicians that were standing behind him. Um, it comes from the Global News YouTube page, and um, it was uploaded. Let's see if I could just get the upload date here if, it, if they have it. Oh, I don't think they have an upload date on here. That's weird. Anyway, it's a recent video that was just put out by him, um, or by the news, rather. Basically, this sound clip I'm going to play here is Justin Trudeau basically saying that you don't have a Second Amendment in Canada. You know, you don't have the right to keep and bear arms there. So let me just play this clip here real quick. We recognize that the vast majority of gun owners use them safely and in accordance with the law. But other than using firearms for sport shooting and hunting, there is no reason anyone in Canada should need guns in their everyday lives. And that's where I think you're wrong, Justin Trudeau. As an American, I guess... Any Canadians, if you happen to be listening, obviously my thought on this is very skewed. But the context of the Second Amendment in America is to keep tyrants like you in check. And if you don't have a Second Amendment in Canada, they don't have the right to keep tyrants like you in check. So you can do whatever you want with your gun control. Basically, the biggest law that Canada is looking to pass now, they, they haven't passed it yet, they're trying to ram it through their parliament or whatever, is a national freeze on the sale of handgun transfers and the sale of handguns. So uh, basically, this bill would impose a national freeze on both the sale and transfer of handguns across the country by the fall if it becomes law. Um, you can't import. They, they, they want to ban an import on handguns into Canada. They want to ban the sale of them. They want to ban the transfer of them. So if you have handguns, they say, listen, you can keep your handguns. You could just never sell, sell them, transfer them, or buy new ones. And we're not allowing any new handguns to come to the state. Um, Canada says that handguns were responsible for 59% of the firearm-related crime from 2009 to 2020. So, like in America, 
handguns represent the large majority of crime that's committed with firearms in this country. People in this country and also in Canada want to focus on assault rifles and assault weapons being the, the evil that plagues our society. But really, most criminals commit their crimes with handguns. Canada, since not having a Second Amendment, regulates them heavily. Last I heard, I'm not 100% on this, but last I heard in Canada, you need a permit to possess, to purchase. You need a permit to use the handgun. There's no right to self-defense in Canada with a handgun. And you could only, I believe, take it to and from an approved range. I don't know if they have hunting with handguns in Canada. Don't quote me on that. I'm not too up on Canadian laws. This, in my opinion... This is what American leftist politicians would love to do. They would love to ban the sale of handguns and all firearms in general. They would love to not allow f firearms imports like past presidents have done. George H.W. Bush in, uh, banning the importation of, quote, assault weapons in 1989. Bill Clinton banning the importation of Chinese-made firearms in 1994. Obama banning the importation of Saiga Russian style firearms or firearms from Russia in you know the mid 2000s or when he was in, in presidency and then Biden banning the importation of Russian ammo into the country they want to try and restrict the flow of legal firearms to the citizens of this country um so Justin Trudeau basically saying that no one has a reason to own a gun in Canada right and then this gets into the next point I want to make on this is how everyone in America calls for, we need a gun buyback. We need a buyback of assault weapons. We need this. We need this. It's not a buyback if you never owned it in the first place, in my opinion. But this is what the government calls it in order to make it palatable for people who um, don't own firearms, who aren't pro-Second Amendment. The government, it's basically a forced confiscation, confiscation. And in Canada, they want to have a mandatory buyback on quote-unquote assault weapons. They said they already banned them in Canada. So now they want to confiscate them, or excuse me, buy them back from people with compensation, they said, which who knows what the fuck that's going to be. This gets into a bigger issue because you're taking away firearms from legal law-abiding people of Canada. You've already banned them. You've already put massive restrictions on them. And the people that have them can only, I believe, take them to and from a range. I believe an AR-15 or an AR-style Firearm you can only take to and from a range in Canada. You can't hunt with it. You can't use it for self-defense. So again, they're restricting these people, and now they want to take them away. So this person here, I, I don't know his name offhand. Um, he's another politician in Canada, but he, he's talking here about a buyback. So check this out. Bill C-21 builds on the action we've already taken. As you heard the Prime Minister say two years ago, we banned AR-15s and other assault-style weapons under the leadership of my friend and colleague Bill Blair. This important decision prohibited over 1,500 models of assault-style weapons. Since then, over 300 more have been added. I didn't even know that was there that many style of, quote, assault-style weapons. Jesus, 1,800 different kinds of assault-style weapons are banned in Canada, probably by name. Um, every they, they probably just researched every gun ever made and put that on that list. 1,800. God damn, that's a lot of guns. We also committed to a mandatory buyback program to get these weapons off of our streets. I hate when politicians say off of our streets. The guns that are owned by both people in, let's just say, the USA and in Canada are mostly owned by law-abiding citizens who use them for, in America, self-defense, target shooting, hunting protection, you know, from 
let's just say the government, and in Canada by people who want to possess firearms for target shooting and hunting. I think that's it in Canada. I think that's all you could do with guns. As Justin Trudeau said, he doesn't see a reason why Canadians should have guns. <laughs> so, you know, for these politicians to just say, get them off our streets, they're not on the streets. There are fire firearms on the streets, obviously, but that's not the overwhelming majority of people. So I'm going to continue playing this. Once and for all. And to once and for all. That's what he said at the end of that sentence. We want to get them off the street once and for all. We don't want any guns on the streets. Well, they also don't want guns in the hands of Canadians, apparently. Today, I can confirm the imminent launch of the initial phase of this program as we begin consultations with industry on compensation. And we intend to publish further details about the compensation system this summer. The first AR-15s and other assault-style firearms will start to be bought back by the end of this year. It's going to be hard, but we are going to get it done. However, new specifications of assault-style firearms have entered the market that are not fully captured by the terms of the ban. We recognize the need to ensure a comprehensive ban on assault firearms in the legislation, which is why our government is committed to adding this to our bill through an amendment. Uh, then he says the same thing in French. And in Canada, they got to say everything in English and everything in French. <laughs> but by the end of the year, they want to have a gun buyback and they want to confiscate firearms. They want to take them from people. And for some people say, well, it's a buyback. You have to go give it to them. It's a forced confiscation. Otherwise, they're going to come and arrest you because in Canada, there's a gun registry. These guns are registered. <laughs> so they know who has the guns. And they can come and take them. And that's the thing. They don't need to force your... They, 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 they could just twist your arm and say, all right, all right, I'll give them up. Otherwise, you're going to have the, the Royal Canadian Mounted Police or whatever come to your house and take them from you. This is what people in, in America, the left in America, have said. We want gun buybacks. We want registration. We want this. We want this. Well, in a country like Canada where they have all these laws, now they're introducing more laws. And I, I really feel for the Canadians, man. I really do. Um, you know, a lot of Canadians say, I wish we had a second amendment because they could just change the laws on a whim and take it. So a little later on in the, uh, in this video, they have questions from reporters and it's so different hearing Canadian questions from reporters versus American because an American reporter, I feel if a politician doesn't answer a question, they'll follow up with a question. In this interview, they asked the prime minister, Justin Trudeau, a question. And he just doesn't fucking answer the question. He just goes on some some emotional kind of pull at your heart kind of strings when he just dodges the question completely. So this question here, uh, basically somebody asks about the handgun ban and how effective it would be because, you know, they really only affect law-abiding citizens. So take a listen and then listen to Justin Trudeau's answer. Daily Globe and Mail, obviously my question for the Prime Minister is the... Uh this handgun freeze an intermediate step towards an outright uh, handgun ban, and if so, when would that happen? Oh, so this question, excuse me, I had it loaded up wrong. Basically, he's asking, like, this this freeze on handguns, is this an intermediate step, or are you just going to ban handguns entirely? So listen to the answer. If not, uh, exactly why not? We recognize that the vast majority of gun owners in this country are responsible and follow all necessary laws. We are, however, facing uh, a level of uh, gun violence in our communities uh, that is unacceptable, which is why we are acting. Uh, as of uh, the passage of this legislation, 
it'll be illegal to purchase, to sell, to transfer, to import handguns uh, in this country. And that will give significant tools to reduce the number of handguns in our communities uh, and to protect people from gun, uh, gun violence. Uh, this is a concrete and uh, real national measure uh, that will go a long way towards keeping Canadians safe. So this guy asked if the handgun ban is going to be permanent, if they're going to ban handguns complete, and he's just like reiterating the law. He's just like, well, this step we're banning the sale, transfer, or, and you know, disposition and import of handguns. It's like, okay, well, is this an intermediate step or is it going to be permanent? Are you going to take people's handguns? Justin Trudeau just, in my opinion, completely dodged the question. I watched this whole press conference. It's about an hour. And every time, he, he just said the same thing throughout this whole press conference. Even he said the vast majority of Canadians are law-abiding, but, you know, fuck you, we're going to take your guns anyway, or we're going to not allow you to buy them, or we're going to ban them from being imported. Like, what what sense does that make? Punish the criminals. Punish the, the, the people that break the laws. Punish the people that smuggle firearms into Canada illegally. And these are the things that he also said they're, they're going to be passing laws that have stiffer penalties for gun smugglers and organized crime, and, oh, if you... You know, they already have a ban on high-capacity magazines, but if they don't have a law, one, one person was saying in the video that if they don't have a law that, that has a criminal penalty if you modify a magazine to be high-capacity. So if you take a five-round mag and make it into a 30-round mag, the, apparently this is not a crime, but the possession of the, th the high-capacity magazine is. And the laws in fucking Canada suck, man. Jesus. Um, this next question is about um, legal gun owners not being the problem and what effect the law will have. And um, then it goes into uh, not answering a question somebody had posed about more rural areas that have guns, and uh, they basically kind of allude that we don't want to end up like America. So take a, uh, take a listen to this. Hi, Prime Minister. Julia Wong, CBC News. Public Safety Canada says legally owned guns, including handguns, are not used in the vast majority of gun crimes in Canada, which you have alluded to. So I wonder what difference this national freeze, particularly on sales and transfers, will actually make to people who are already not playing by the rules. We have seen far too many tragedies. <laughs> it's just like, she's like, you know, what is, what is this going to do for people that's not playing by the rules? He's like, we have seen far too many tragedies. This, these fucking laws are a tragedy, in my opinion, but let's, let's keep going. Across this country, far too many uh, incidents of gun violence, particularly with handguns, in our streets, in our communities, devastating families, devastating communities from coast to coast to coast, having an extremely high impact of femicide, gender-based violence, and that's why we're taking action. As of the passage of this legislation, which we hope parties in this House will agree to fast track, it will be illegal to buy, sell, transfer, or import handguns into this country. We are. We get it. You've said this ten thousand times within this, but you didn't answer the fucking question in the first place, man. Jesus. Tapping the number of handguns in this country, and giving police and border agents more tools to crack down on the illegal importation, theft, and straw purchases of handguns. 
Yeah, so I typically work in the prairies, and I expect many legal gun owners there are going to say that this legislation is too far-reaching, that it punishes them, um, that it goes too far generally. How do you respond to them? People should have the freedom in this country to go to a supermarket. Ugh, and then he goes in, people should be able to go to a supermarket or a picnic or whatever. It's like... How about you address the question and just say, look, these people in these areas, you know, X, Y, and Z, instead of just pulling on people's emotions and making it seem that this is a national tragedy. And, you know, I don't want to downplay the effect of gun violence that it has on people in communities because it is very devastating. But this guy just dodges every question that's given to him. So I'm going to keep playing it. Go to a birthday party, walk down the street, play in their yards, gather with families for a picnic without being worried about gun violence. And unfortunately, the reality is, in our country, it is getting worse and has been getting worse over the past years. We need only look south of the border to know that if we do not take action firmly and rapidly, it gets worse and worse and more difficult to counter. So this person had asked a question, well, people in the prairies are thinking that this is overreaching. And he's like, People should be able to go to a supermarket. They should be able to go outside. And just look south of the border, and that's what we'll become if we don't do something now. It's like, listen, dude, America, for all our problems and all the stuff that we have going on, it's still the greatest country on earth where we have the freedom to keep our government in check, to say what we want, to have that First and Second Amendment. I feel that these laws in Canada won't do anything. And I'm not an expert on Canadian gun laws. I'm only just looking at it from an American's perspective. This guy can't answer a question. He, he just dodges it and goes on some emotional, just heartfelt, you need to think of the people. What do you, what do you, these people need to go to a supermarket. Well, what about the people that hunt and live off the land on the prairie thinking it's too overreaching? People need to feel safe. It's like, what are you doing? This episode, mainly, it's not going to be a long one. I just wanted to bring this issue to light because this is, in my opinion, what the left wants in America. This is what the left tries to do. They tug on your heartstrings. They try to play on people's emotions. They try to exploit tragedies. Canada has every gun control law that the left could ever possibly want in America, yet they still continue to pass gun control legislation in Canada. They say they have gun violence issues and gun violence problems just like everywhere in the world does, including America. But when people don't have a right or they don't have a Second Amendment like we do here, they don't have the recourse ultimately that, that, that we do here in America to keep your government in check, to say, hey, this is our right as, as human beings, let, let alone if you're American, Canadian, the right to self-defense is a human right no matter where you are on this planet. The right to keep and bear arms is an American right, but also a lot of other countries in the world are recognizing that, hey, this is an important right that people should have. People in the Ukraine, for example, they didn't have a Second Amendment. Then their country got invaded. You know, Canada's been involved in world wars, just like America has. They should recognize what, what can happen to people. So, like I said, this is a quick episode and just wanted to bring to light an issue that's happening with a country we share a border with in New York. With, 
you know, the issues that the left brings up in this country and how they can get ideas from these Canadian gun control laws and how they want to possibly implement them here in the U.S. Guys, if you like this episode or if you've never even thought about Canadian gun laws, share it, tell people about it, and give us a like on Facebook and Instagram. Check out our other episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you are. And um, just remember, like, you know, if you don't have a right to keep and bear arms, they could just do whatever they want to you. And that's why I think we should really keep that sacred here in America. So thanks, everyone. Stay safe. (laughs) 